Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast. I am here with very special guest, Brooke Lacey, who I'm excited to get into it with. And we were just talking before, and I know she's got some really interesting stuff to talk about. It's funny how we, we met at VCon briefly, mm-hmm. and our mutual friend VGF gave you the stamp of approval. So I always <laughs> kind of knew in the back of my head uh, that you were some, you know, whenever he he says somebody's cool, that, that, that I know they yeah. are. And then I heard John Spaces a lot in the last few months. Well, I was and, on Clubhouse too. It was just so long ago that. Yeah, you know, I know. We probably were crossing paths. We probably were crossing paths then, but for sure, I, I'm not sure. But uh, but then I started hearing you on on Spaces, and I really liked your take on a lot of things and your perspective. Awesome. You know, I invited John. I was super happy when you wanted to do it, and and uh, so if you I if you don't mind, tell people a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then let's get into like how your NFT journey started. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that that you brought up the VGF thing. Now I'm like really remembering. He's okay. just such at the a... pic- it was at the Pixel Vault. Remember that yes. in that yeah, club yeah, yeah. area? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he he's really just such a, a gem of a human. And I guarantee yep. he's gonna listen to this. Um, we're really just kindred spirits for sure. We spent a lot of time in Miami together. So yeah, I I love that. It's awesome. This this ecosystem, this whole thing is is so much about integrity and reputation that being able to like know, hey, I trust this person, uh, you know, and, and I trust what they're telling me. It's a totally. big deal. So I I take that very seriously. Um, mm-hmm. so me, so I I really am a technologist. That that is it. For the better part of the last 30 years, um, I have been in technology. I started my college education in 1995, computer science. I just wanted all in on it. I was ready. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I've had a love affair with technology for my entire adult life. And, you know, I've kind of run the gamut. I worked in corporate in 2010. I I quit and started my own business and kind of did the tech entrepreneur thing for the last 12 years. Had a a computer repair business in 2010. It was one of the best things that that I ever did. It was scary to leave a corporate job, but that's kind of the path that I've taken is I did the work and then I managed the people doing the work and then I consulted high level. And that's kind of where I am now is um, for me, it's not really a separation between like web three and web two. Like I'm a technology mm-hmm. consultant. So this was a very a natural progression for me. And I've been in crypto for a long time, you know, which means something different to everyone. But that is a very interesting story. If you've heard me tell that story that in 2010, uh, we were we were mining Bitcoin to purchase things off Silk Road, and uh, I, I'm I'm proud of that fact. But I think sometimes I shy away from that because everyone's like, "What were you buying on Silk Road?" That's what like, I was going to ask. That's what I was gonna just ask. use your imagination. Actually, yeah. I'm very open about it. Um, <laughs> you know, because I think people need to. I, I'm just so big on like the history of yeah. technology and 
blockchain. So, yeah. you know, cause we say like, when did you get into NFTs? Like, well, what does that really mean? For me, Web3 is just kind of a, a word that people have decided to use, like to describe a group or a, you know, this like ecosystem, even though mm-hmm. it's actually a technology. Like Web3 is just the third in- iteration of the internet. So yeah, so <laughs> I think it it boils down to not to get into like the the whole thing, but in 2008, you know, I'm old enough to have been affected by the 2008 financial crisis and, you know, crash and all of that. I know a lot of people were. Yeah. Um, same, we're, the, was, we're the same age. Andy and I went to college, 96, 97. Okay. So, Perfect. Yeah, we, then, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was always fine because I yeah. was in tech. I had a, you know, well-paying job and yeah. um, didn't necessarily have any issues with how, you know, with my, with my mortgage. Um, but I had so many friends and family that were affected by it. And it was just like this nightmare and being in technology, and of course, we'd always heard about people talk about, you know, digital cash and, um, you know, and changing the banking system. That's just what you do when you're a disruptor and you, you know, love technology. So <clears throat> we, to be honest, like the the free market to be able to like buy and sell things. And now we can talk about like things like psilocybin and you know, MDMA, because they mm-hmm. are in, you know, third trial, you know, trials for um, the FDA approval or whatever, yeah. like they're being tested. So these aren't like these super crazy illicit drugs that, you know, are, we no, can not talk at all. about You them. don't even have to caveat it. You don't right, even have to right, caveat it. Right. Are, yeah, Sometimes sure. you, like, I, I feel like I have to censor it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, yeah. we were doing a service to people or providing yeah. a service to people because they weren't able to get mushrooms and, and acid and that type of LSD from reputable places. And so we were like, this is the coolest thing ever to be able to like use this as a marketplace, know what you're buying, know who you're buying from. So us mining Bitcoin was simply, and they weren't like giant, you know, warehouses full of graphics cards. It was mm-hmm. literally like the computer on the floor right here uh, with a couple of graphics cards. We were definitely paying more, you know, for electricity than we were what they were worth. So even though that was only 10 years ago, 11 years ago, um, it was so different. It was not mining to, you know, create generational wealth. <laughs> we were mining so that we could buy drugs on Silk Road and distribute mm-hmm. them in Idaho. <laughs> so wow. it was it was part of like our I say our like my ex-husband and these two guys. And so the the wildest part of the story is that there was about 700 or 800 bitcoin. Of course they were worth 50 cents then. Um but we didn't really look at them look at it as as you know the the cash equivalent. It was mm-hmm. how much is this going to get us from buying this product because right, we you were you were mining it basically out of thin air but you, and you had to pay the yes. electricity right right right, right. and it's yeah. not thin air that's what i was explaining to my son okay um you know it's it's the exchange of electricity for something that you can manage essentially I, you know there's mm-hmm. no creating or destroying because a lot of people have said that to me like oh you made all this money out of thin air it's like well but let's talk about proof you know proof of work but I digress. Uh, we, when the FBI seized Silk Road, we had about 700 and there was no, it wasn't the same as, you know, the wallets today and cloud storage and all that. They were on platter hard drives. 
mm-hmm. they were actually, you had to transfer them into Silk Road, then like, you know, create, like you had to deal with it on their site. So we didn't have control of it. And when the FBI seized Silk Road, so so did those. Mm-hmm. They went. <laughs> so wow. a lot of the guys that we were doing that with have like full on PTSD and they won't because they'll just do the math like, oh, where would we be today with 700 Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. I just don't look at it that way. No. Because it, and you would have sold it somewhere along the way, you know, nobody. And we, we yeah, yeah, we had more and uh-huh. sold it, you know, oh, at wow. three grand yeah. a pop or whatever. And uh-huh, it was the right uh-huh. decision at the time. So. Yeah, of course. That's wild. Yeah. That's a pretty crazy story. I didn't see. So you got into crypto for that reason. And then yes. did you stick with it or did you, did you have like sort a dark of. period where you left? Well, then we got caught in Mount Gox. So right. we had, okay. I, so oh, I man. still have, I don't talk about it a lot, but yeah. um, I have a, uh, we have ancient Bitcoin. So there's still some on a Trezor hard drive, uh, sorry, uh, wall, hard wallet that mm-hmm. was transferred from a platter hard drive to a Trezor in 2014. It's not very much, but it's sort of not accessible without multiple signatures. And we have like legal agreements for it all. But before wow. all that, we had it in Mount Gox. There was even some stuff with um, Quadriga. And so there's a lot of it was just lost. I am truly, I was talking about this earlier. I'm truly a disruptive technologist. Like I just love to throw stuff at the wall and see what happens, like building things and, you know, just to like see what, what happens. So for me, the the value of it wasn't necessarily like, oh my God, we could have been a billionaire. Well, no, because the value to me is different than than I think what other people think about that. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. It's that's so you you are a straight OG. I mean, you were doing it from the very beginning. Um, and then when did you learn about like Ethereum? When did that cross your well? I mean, in the blockchain world, you're just kind of always learning about these things. So, I mean, when it happened, like, I, right, okay. I don't know, it's, it's so you like were, the peripheral, right? Right, right. Because right. because you don't know what's the one that's going to win. You exactly. Know? Right. There's a million of them. Even like right now, there's a million of them going on. Right. One of, one of them's probably going to crush it, but we don't know which one. Right. And, right, right, right. you know, I'm not an, I'm not a trader. I'm not an mm-hmm. investor. Like, you know, for me, the money comes from, you know, the services or the, okay. you know, the technology, the consulting, all of that knowing the technology that's i for me that's like i'm i'm creating the picks and the shovels and the you know the sifting pans for the gold rush mm-hmm. and that's for me that's where the money is so when ethereum came around it was sort of like these are just sort of in the peripheral like oh that thing's happening oh this thing's happening it's just like any other technology for me it was like oh cloud storage is happening um i've been really passionate about understanding, you know, cybersecurity. So when ransomware came around, that was really interesting to me. So it all kind of went into one bucket. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, now we have Ethereum. So there's going to be these things called NFTs and I'm going to buy a, it just didn't mm-hmm. work like that. Now is like, I mean, I was in those clubhouse rooms. I was given a free ape and I yeah. was like, get, I don't even care about this. What the fuck is this? And I've <laughs> been, like you said, an OG. So there was a yeah. lot of people yeah. that were like, this is dumb. Like I know. I remember. Dumb. Oh, yeah. No, that was after community. I don't yeah. like the art. This isn't art. Like, right. yeah. Right. No, totally. I remember that very yeah. well. Yeah. 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 So I think again, it just has 
always been about the tech for me and the fact that like we can we meaning technologists and and sort of crypto enthusiasts or blockchain however we want to put that it was like it wasn't cool until nfts came along and i'm one that's like hey however i've been an educator for a long time like i've always tried to teach girls to get into tech i would do like workshops with them to teach them about computer hardware and so i'm like i'm a hardware maxi like i i love building computers it's like legos and if you can't make it cool for the people you're teaching then you're not going to teach them anything why would they so if as soon as somebody started putting jpegs on the blockchain it was like oh now i have this use case that i can go and like tell people like look how cool this is you know provenance and artists and, you know you had a story then instead of like what is this coin that you're doing? Like, what are you doing? And what am I going to tell them about Silk Road? Like, right. there was really no way of educating people uh -huh, uh -huh. for me because it's like, oh, are you going to, you know, create some sort of generational wealth? Like, no. Yeah. But now we've got community. We've got like friendships and we've got these conferences and we've got all of these cool things that all base on blockchain technology which i believe is going to save the world nice yeah blockchain is that whenever people ask oh didn't nfts crash isn't it isn't that over and i always say blockchain is the technology that's right. that's really going to push all this forward that's yes. that's the main deal about what's going exactly. on exactly yeah exactly now that's that's uh, that's a really good point to make it a funny story the first time i heard about bitcoin my my wife's uncle was buying his son who was just getting into college, a fake ID. And they, <laughs> his son said, I need half a Bitcoin or something. And some of the, he was telling the story. He's like, so, so he, and the father's like, he's like, well off. He's a, he's a construction guy. And he's like, well, I went in, I bought the Bitcoin for him. And then I bought a few more for myself. And he yep. said, it like, and that was like right when it was going up, like a yep. long time ago. I don't even remember when it was, but. That's how he learned about it. That's how I learned about it from that story. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their story. Um, like yeah. I said, the guys that, that uh, you know, lost all of that when, when that happened, you know, I'm still friends with a couple of those guys and they want nothing to do with it. They were like, yeah. you know, what are you doing in this? You know, we lost all that money and it's right, like, right. they don't, you know, they want nothing to do with it. So much PTSD and I it's bet. understandable, but yeah. like. You can't go back and say, it's just like anything in life. You can't go back and be like, well, what if I had not made this decision uh, mm -hmm. to whatever, you know, I would, I would be so much better off. It's the same thing for me. Like, I don't go back and say, oh, if we had just had those 700 Bitcoin, you know, my life, who, who knows? Like, we didn't know or else we wouldn't have lost them. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I'm going to. I want to talk about the Bitcoin NFTs for a minute, but then I do want to get back into your story. I want to hear yeah, whatever you want, kind of the beginning of the NFTs and then like what you're actually doing now. But okay. since we're talking about Bitcoin and did you say you're building a node? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is that I've, for, yeah. Is that for the ordinals and for it got me. Okay. So doing a validator node is different. It's not, it's not mining. So there's, you know, you would need an entire warehouse and like solar panels to like actually mine. You know that um, a validator yeah. node is like you could anybody could download it. You could download it on your computer right now. It's just the Bitcoin co Bitcoin core, um, and you essentially download the entire 
copy of the blockchain. Like from 2009, you have a copy of it and then your computer runs 24 seven um, to validate the blocks. And so I had, I had been doing that for a while. It really is just to be a part of the ecosystem. You're not really making a, a you know, bunch of money like mining. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people have done it with an old laptop or a Raspberry Pi. I have a bunch of computer parts because that's what we do. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this together because of the sort of hype and the the information that's going on about ordinals. So yes, yeah. I am so like head head on into this because of the disruptive nature of it. N- not because I feel like it's going to make a bunch of money. Maybe, maybe what I can do is, is provide this as a service, you know, an- yet another service that I can provide with my, you know, tech company saying, Hey, you know, let's, let's inscribe your, your ETH NFTs onto Bitcoin. Like, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. two weeks mm-hmm. old, right? Like yeah. we, d- we don't yeah. know if anybody tells you they're an expert at it. If they're not Casey, Rodimar, however you say his last name, then they're not an expert. Like unless it's Casey, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, so I just, for me, it's a lot of fun. And so I have my main computer over here, my laptop, and then I had all of these other parts. So I ordered a case for it, put some, um, some, uh, memory in it. It doesn't take much and spun it up. And it takes about, you know, well, for me, it took about 14 hours because it's I'm on fiber mm-hmm. internet. And you just kind of go from there. And there's a whole set of instructions. It's all very command line, like very technical. Um, I see a lot of people that are going to get wrecked by this. There's nothing you can do about it because it's being hyped. Um, yeah. But it's not difficult to spin up a node. Okay. And that's how that's why um, that's how you inscribe these things onto the to the Bitcoin blockchain. Would you not suggest doing oh, no, not as I know I, we have a guy in our, in our NFT catcher discord, new food too, who's been messing with it and writing, you know, writing stories yep. about his experience and telling us, and I've been it's listening fun. to a lot of the spaces. Um, it's, it's been interesting. Yeah, it's definitely fun. It's interesting. I mean, there will be ones that do really well. I'm sure there'll be ones that, that crashed down. Did you see D gods today? They no. took 535 previously burned D gods and inscribed them on, onto Bitcoin. It's it's wild. Like it's yeah. wild. No, I I but I'm not surprised. There's going to be it, so it, much yeah. talk about all of this. People are going to be doing all kinds of crazy things. They're going to fud yeah. it and then do it themselves to be the the first there. Like I'm so obsessed with with psychology and like the mm-hmm. mindset of uh, like why people do stuff, you know, like who isn't fascinated by that, but it's, uh, I know that that's going to happen. Look what, what happened today. Did you see Ryan Carson, um, posted that he bought 183 ETH worth of Bitcoin punks and then deleted the tweet. Not sure if you yeah, saw that. I, but... re- I saw his tweet. Yeah, I did see that for 121 G or whatever. He deleted yeah. that. Yeah. He can't keep his foot out of his mouth these days. He really can't. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to say that on on record. I like, I thought that too. I'm like if you like after your controversy last weekend, take like, a break. Take a yeah, beat. You know, don't make take right. a beat. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-mm. Especially yeah, when I, it's, it's about your fund and you're trying to raise for this right. other fund, like crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole that's a whole another another thing. I but know, I definitely I see know. a lot of these people because I've even gotten messages from you know I'm I'm close friends with a lot of founders and 
you know, a couple mm-hmm. of them are like, what's this node that you're doing? Can you inscribe it? I'm like, I can do whatever the fuck you want. We just yeah. have to figure out what that means. You know, like I, that that's always in the back of my head is like, what's, what's the next wave? Like, how can we make this not only secure, but like the best possible experience for people without there being, um, you know, too much craziness around it, but that's, you know, that's always going to be there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I think it's really cool. I don't know. You know, everyone's like, are you bullish or bearish on it? Whatever. I'm like, it's two weeks old. Like it's mm-hmm. two weeks old. Like there's no, it's, it's overhyped, but yet completely here to stay. So, you know, take, take from that, whatever. Yeah. I like that. I mean, if you have money to, if you have money to play with, Take yeah, a chance on some stuff, exactly. But don't put your life savings into it. No. That's kind of the, right. It's right. no different than anything else. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, please do not inscribe your rent money onto right. you know Bitcoin blockchain. Exactly. Like exactly, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's, it's the same. Of- do your own research and don't spend past your means. I mean, that's, yeah, it sticks with all the different investments we've been doing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I've been, I've been, it's been interesting hearing the different takes of Bitcoin people. Some of yeah. them are like, I heard this one guy that was so angry. It's going to mess up the blocks and da da da. da and like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And then someone called them out and they were like, you know, well, it's, it's like, it's what it was made for. It's able to do it. And he's like, and he, and he's saying like, he's, hey, NFTs are all a scam. And whatever it was. And then he's like, but I don't give a shit about it. And I was like, you're the guy that cares the most. He's like screaming and yelling. <laughs> you're doing the most. Yeah. Yet you're saying. <laughs> and he's like, I yeah. don't give a shit at all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, he was like really angry in one of these oh, yeah. Bitcoin spaces. Uh, but it's it's been really interesting watching the back and forth about it. I agree. Yeah. So I, I definitely would be remiss if I didn't learn. Uh, do you suggest if you're going to do a node having like its own computer? Not necessarily. There's definitely different schools of thought. Like I'm just letting it run. So I use my main computer for a lot of different stuff. So mm-hmm. I just don't really want it running in the background, um, you know, if like updates happen. So I, I literally just want that to be like doing its own thing. But that's just my personal preference. Um yep. You know, it it depends on your your internet speed, whether it throttles, you know, at a certain point. Um, like I said, I have fiber internet, so it just totally depends on on what you're what you're doing. But yeah, anybody can download the Bitcoin core and and start doing this. I mean, it it takes some technical finesse. You've got to mm-hmm. be able to understand the like command line language and you know, understand the specific wallet that has to be used the fact that like this is still a satoshi it's still like a sat it you're just writing on it that that's all you're doing you're taking this dollar bill that is technically fungible and right you know using a sharpie writing on it and then you're like oh my god brooke j lisi wrote on this this dollar bill it's now worth something even though it's still just a dollar bill and mm-hmm. n- no one else is going to give a shit other than you and maybe maybe wh- however many followers I have, I don't know, 300,000 followers. Like those are the people that are going to think that's cool and that's it. So even though you still have it and and it's written on and it's now like worth something, it's still just like any other piece of art or they, they're calling them digital artifacts. Um, so not necess- they're not really non-fungible tokens. So 
There's a lot to it. I know what you asked was, you know, should you have its own computer? But no, that's okay. You're you dropping knowledge. I like it. I'm, yeah, I'm, you, this is fascinating. It takes a you know, it takes a while to download. Somebody else said it took a week to download the the wow. Bitcoin Core. So it it really just depends. Um, yeah, I have it like Ethernet cable into the router kind of thing. So it it only took like 10, 11 hours. And now it's like set up and I'm going to, I don't know, like, I think what's cool for me is, is I'm not an artist. I'm, you know, I'm truly into the tech. And so I'm just going to take some, some cool pixel art. Like anybody can make pixel art, you Mm -hmm. know, open up Photoshop and just kind of like throw some stuff together because for this is, I tried to make it and it was not good. So not anybody. (laughs) Well, I think the cool thing is that it's, it's the idea of like being early or yeah. being, you know, one of the first ones yeah, I'm just and you could just put on like, yeah, like a couple of splashes of color and be like, cause really most people are, are interested in the, in the uh, scarcity of it. And these, mm-hmm. I, this idea of like putting derivatives or putting ETH NFTs onto the Bitcoin blockchain to me seems, oh, what's a good word for it? It seems lazy. It seems like bullshit laziness yeah totally people putting all the apes on there and all that right yep yep yep. it's a full-blown grift and it makes the rest of it seem like delegitimizes it that's totally not a word but it it like makes it less cool when people are you know when they throw up there some random art because of how cool the like the ordinal process is like it's all number theory it's all it's just such a cool science uh, that when we start, you know, utilizing this to, uh, you know, flip things and trade, it it takes away from the cool, you know, technology of it. And aside from that, though, people, this is really pushing people to to think outside the box. You know, everyone's kind of rushing to make wallets. They're rushing to create a marketplace. And that to me is the best thing possible with this is when it's motivating people to like get out there and actually build shit. That to me is, is the best part of this completely. Totally. Yeah. Those marketplaces, I've already been like a couple of like of them liked me, you know, on or followed yeah. me on Twitter to try and get you to follow them back or whatever. Sure. And it's like the first Bitcoin marketplace. <laughs> I keep seeing those are popping up real quick. I mean, are, do your own research, you know, yeah. vet the oh, shit yeah. out of these things. I'm yeah. saying this to your yeah. listeners as well. Like, Please do. you know, no, do course, not just blindly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, and then I can picture the scammers moving over from ETH to Bitcoin yes. and all the, all the fishing and the stuff like. So, you know, that, know like, that. you know, that, that all of this is, all of the purchasing is being done over the counter. So, yes, I do know that. And a lot of times um, what we're seeing is like through Google Docs and like literal spreadsheets. And so as comical as that is, and ha- I like, I don't even have words like ha- that's web zero right there, even though, yeah, it's Google Doc, but like that's, it- it's ridiculous. Um, and as soon as that, I heard that it was like, I knew I could just see the scams coming because here's what happened. I've, I've already gotten three in my personal email account that isn't really public um, saying like, you've got Bitcoin and blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't actually say anything about ordinals, but it's just, 
it coincidental that it happened right then. And it's from Google Docs. So you can go in and create a Google Doc and uh, do a comment to someone's email and it will go to their email address. It will not get caught in spam filters because it's from Google Docs. And so since this is all being done through that process, it could definitely catch someone and be like, oh, I, you know, I have Bitcoin now and it's a total scam. So I went through it and I clicked it, went and put it into a virtual machine just to like see what happens. And it's so blatant. Like if anybody gets caught by that scam, I, 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 there's no hope for you in life. That's how bad mm-hmm. that scam is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just shows that like it's already started two weeks in. Yeah. And they get super sophisticated. We know that. Very sophisticated. Yeah. This is just them trying mm-hmm. out shit yeah. see if people yeah 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 right yeah right. it's wild it's it's gonna get wild and then the, the twitter accounts will start getting hacked yep. and all that stuff oh, yep yeah yeah is there a lot of fraud in bitcoin as it is um or i don't not, think so no not like this with eth that we've seen i mean <laughs> that's a very wide open question i look at fraud i'm i'm, I'm obsessed with the study of fraud. Like I've, I've watched the Elizabeth Holmes yeah. story of, you know, the, the Madoff thing. Like I'm just, I'm obsessed with the, the psychology of it. So when we say like, is there more scams in this or this could, you know, put anything in those, those two buckets. Um, that's a really hard, mm-hmm. you know, way to, but, but I think a lot of Bitcoin people that are really like, believe in that, in that technology do feel like it's less scammy than, the altcoin world, which of course they would call shit coins or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just sit back and watch. Um, but no, yeah. I, I just, I think that the Bitcoin blockchain is um, definitely on another level than every, everything else. Okay. So yeah, I haven't dealt much with Bitcoin. I didn't get into crypto uh, until I got into NFTs mm-hmm. in early 2021. A lot of you did not. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't at all. And so speaking again in NFTs, when did you first start hearing about them? What was your first NFT? What got you what got you going? I mean, um, I again, that sort of peripheral mm-hmm. situation like being around for so long, I heard about these crypto punks, the crypto kitties, um and I I'm not going to lie, I thought they were all fucking dumb. Like I just was like this is the dumbest thing ever. And mm-hmm. it for whatever reason, like I'm not Nostradamus. I can't like predict, you know, what things are going to are going to go a certain direction. So I kind of like knew about them. Um, I, I think it was, it was definitely clubhouse when all that started happening. Um, but there was, there was definitely, you know, in like Reddit threads and just like here and there, there was just little things. So I think for sure, like all in was, was clubhouse early 2021. Yeah. Um, I think, and I can actually go back. So I have a, I have a fairly large TikTok following, which is a whole nother story. I'm actually going to. Oh, I got to go find that. I love yeah, TikTok. I, I love uh, Somehow starting yeah. in 2020, like during the quarantine, I really? amassed 300,000 followers on TikTok. I, I'm nice. sort of funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people, people like that. So I remember yeah. doing a TikTok video about crypto kitties and it was like, February or March of 2021. And it was, I can go back to it. It it, it was like, isn't this the dumbest thing ever? (laughs) And here we are (laughs) like two years later 
Uh, yeah, I, this is what I do for a living now. Um, so that was part of it. And then I got involved with a couple of people. I don't know if you know the, the musician Money B um, from Digital Underground. He, uh, I, mean, I know Digital the, Underground. I don't know if I know Money B though. Yeah. So they had a bunch of collectibles, like physical collectibles. And they're like, oh, we've got to make NFTs out of this. And I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. It did not make sense. Uh, we actually built the the marketplace on Algorand. Um, I don't know if people know that Algorand actually makes a really good uh, NFT marketplace, but it just didn't pick up. I think a lot of the Algorand people were like, we're not, we don't want to do this. Um, So that was the first project that I worked on. I find that it was a huge success because the tech worked. Um, It was just everything else that didn't work. So that, that was kind of my like, the beginnings for me. I wasn't really a degen. I didn't really yeah. even understood what that meant until I went to Art Basel in December of 2021. 21, yep. Yeah. And I went there with some friends that, you know, I met through Clubhouse and it was like, you know, I <laughs> I had never experienced anything like that. I was there for like 10 days. I uh, went to the doodles party. I went to the, and I'm not like, I mean, obviously we, we just talked about the Silk Road thing. Like I love a good yeah. party, you know, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. had so much fun. It was like being in my teens again. Like it was just such a, a vibe, like a whole, it was just a whole it situation. Was. Yeah. I, I live down here near Miami and that oh, year yeah. was insane. I've so actually good. been going to Art Basel for 15 years. Yeah. I was yeah. going, I was just going randomly down to Wynwood, checking out the art, you know, eating at the restaurants. You'd um, have and to. Then, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it is. It's a really great scene. Um, but then the NFTs, like, and I was in NFTs, obviously, we had the podcast going, like, and that was just that was epic for sure. Yeah. That was epic. Yeah, that was the beginning of it. And uh, and then Every so I I really love to travel regardless, but from mm-hmm. that point um, until art, actually, yeah, that entire year, every three or four weeks I was traveling and and speaking at at different places. So yeah, East Denver, like you know, just all of the places. So it was it was a really fun year. It was a really fun yeah. year. I worked on a the the biggest project last year for me. Um, was with a movie theater company called Megaplex. So to get into the like nuts and bolts, because I knew you were going to ask me about like, what is it that I I do in in this ecosystem? Um, my company provides, I guess, the, the consulting um, and I bring in, I'm kind of like a general contractor. So I, I have Solidity devs, I have Rust devs, I have, you know, Algorand devs. Mm-hmm. Um, people who I can pick and choose from people who I've vetted now I'm, you know, dealing with a lot of the security side of things. So I'm, I'm vetting a lot of these, uh, white hat hackers. So I kind of bring to the table, you know, 30 years of tech experience, as well as my experience in, in crypto and tokenization. So I'm really mostly focused on, um, you know, companies and tokenizing sort of loyalty programs. So with Megaplex, we took their, um, they're already established loyalty program, um, just like any other company that already has this database. Uh, they're a movie theater company that spans across Northern Utah. There's about 19 theaters and the CEO of the parent company. I don't know if they'd like sold off a bunch of assets or what the deal was, but he just was like all in on crypto, the CEO of like the big parent company. This is a multi-million dollar you know, mm. company as it is. And they were, they'd kind of heard me on, I think it was in Twitter spaces 
and really interested in this kind of stuff. So they hired me to come in and run their program. So for about seven months last year, it went through this process of like how to take their loyalty audience and create an NFT project for them to get all these different perks. So it was a, you know, it was a lot to be able to integrate web three smart contract mm-hmm. technology into their already established web two tech stack. So that's kind of like, I facilitated that and, you know, brought in the tech and, and did all of that. What was cool was the NFT holders, <laughs> when they first came to me, they were like, okay, we're going to get this giant popcorn bucket and NFT holders are going to get this really giant, like you know, unlimited refillable popcorn bucket. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. And they were like, dead ass, like, no, Brooke, check this out. Moviegoers are crazy. <laughs> you know? And I was like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I fucking love popcorn. And it it was a huge hit. And we were able to, you know, long story, TLDR, as they say, um, we sold out about 75% at a 0.3 ETH price point to people who had never bought an NFT in their life in a very small geographical area of Northern Utah. So for me, that was a roaring success. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, they didn't sell out. It's like, right. (laughs) However, uh, and it was, it was disruptive. Like nobody's really done that before. And then the, the sort of cherry on top was that they went to Warner brothers to see if, they could partner and the NFT holders got early access to the movie Black Adam. So there was like a red carpet. They all got in. It was just very, very cool. So I'm really big on using this technology to, you know, push things forward, get things, um, you know, what's in it for the customer, what's in it for, for your audience. And, you know, the technology is just the mechanism by which that you, you know, provide that to them. So that was a really, really cool project that's still going on. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that, but you know, I, I think, I think that's the the future of this is tokenization of loyalty programs of, um, you know, already established audience. That's why I think a kid called beast mm-hmm. is doing well because they've already had all of this beforehand and they knew how to do it. Raspy is, is a genius. And I'm, I'm not a yeah. holder, so I'm, I, you know, just saying it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at the website. When did you guys drop? Uh, uh, October. Okay. 20th. Yep. I think October cool. 20th. Yeah. Because uh, like this type of program is really ahead of its time. I talk yes. a lot about the Starbucks Odyssey. Yes. And it's a little bit similar to what they're doing. Very, they're, very similar. However, yeah. that's like a POAP. That isn't a purchasable. Right, you're right. Token. It's not. Yeah, not yet. It's, uh, right. No, they could sell them. You could sell. Can well, you? It's not purchasable, but you could sell it on this. There's a secondary market. Okay, I I actually didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you could. They're, they're on Polygon. It is what it is. But it's even so. Like what you're doing, I really believe that this is one of the greatest ways to use NFTs to reward Same. people. Yeah, and to and now like if I'm another movie theater. I could know who all those people are and send them something. Yes. You know, just to those wallets. Like exactly. That's that's what the future is going to be looking like. I love that you're working on that. That's uh I I mean I thought about that like I dream about it with like 
Like when I go into like the grocery store, like they should have their, they should have an NFT and yes. you get a couple percentage off on everything for having yeah. the NFT and they know everything about you, know your wallet yep. and those companies can target you. Like, I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. And we were able to do it with uh, no, there was no credit card transactions. This was all mm-hmm. ETH. Like yeah. th- that for me was the use case to show like, this is the technology and the 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 way that this is, was um you know orchestrated was showing that like people will sign on to this they if, will if you give the right value yes. if you give them the right value they will buy yeah. it um 100%. what would you how did you guys have success bringing those people on cuz especially in utah it must you know even more like huh what are you talking about you know like I think there's a lot of different things to attribute to that. Um, that's a really, you know, I haven't really sat and thought about yeah. it because it wasn't like just me and it wasn't like, sure. So I think they had to, the team there at Megaplex had to believe that this was happening because this was kind right. of like came down from the CEO of the parent company. This wasn't like, oh, these guys, at Mega, they were like, oh, okay. You want us to do what? And they signed they on to it. it. They yeah. were like, okay. Whereas a lot of companies are like, no, because they actually went to a different um, movie distributor. I'm not going to say the name who said no. And Warner Brothers was like, fuck, yeah, we're doing it. You know, yeah, so you've yeah. got all these very different perspectives from different companies. So, you know, that that was kind of a I think it was successful because of the the um, not sign on the like adoption adoption <laughs> of the of the team there and like the the head of, of the company. Otherwise it's just me speaking at a, you know, brick wall trying to explain yeah. things. Yeah. So that was definitely and, why. Yeah. And they may, and so the people had to like go get their Coinbase account yep. and load it and send it to a MetaMask wallet. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. All the videos on the Megaplex NFT um, site are me. Uh, I did a couple of like tutorial I videos. See that. But... I see that. I didn't <laughs> click play on it, but I see you there. Yeah. NFT walkthrough. I love that. I mean, that's no, you have to do it. You have to make it easier for people learn different ways. You know, you can have it written and you have to have a video. And I really believe that it was, and it's about what they were getting. They didn't, once they knew that on the other side of this process of like downloading a wallet and this whole, what is this crypto thing? I get a unlimited for five years, refillable popcorn bucket um, and access to early releases, all of the cool things that me as a moviegoer uh, want, let me just get through this hurdle. Whereas I think what gets lost in this sort of degen culture is what is it that that happens on the other side of it? And maybe it is trading. Maybe it is making money. I'm all about it. I think we should talk more about money and not, you know, yeah. fudding making money. Like I love what money does for my life. So why not talk about that? But let's not, you know, let's not all beat around the bush. Like we're not trading things to make money. Like if, if the product, if the project isn't giving you something on the other side, then it better give you money. <laughs> that's the way I look at it. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. No, I love this. I'm going to look more into it. I mean, that's like, I, I like how you guys did it and it's, it's really what the future is going to look like. You're right at, right at the forefront of that. That's really cool. I agree. Um, so what else, what else have, are you working on? Other things like that or what's going on that you I can mean, talk about? It's so wild that I didn't necessarily see a shift or feel the shift, but there's definitely been a shift in this 
sort of crypto winter uh, where big sort of companies aren't necessarily doing, they're not like as, you know, all in on this stuff. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do some consulting here and there. Uh, I've, I've actually taken this to a couple of other movie theater conglomerates and we're just kind of like, you know, kicking the Trying wheels to get on the it next stuff. thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I hear that. But I decided, um, like a crazy person in December to go back to school. So I am actually, uh, studying cybersecurity management oh, operations wow. at Boise state university. I live in Idaho. And, um, so that's, that was a real like sharp right turn, left turn, right turn, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started in January and so I have like 16 credits and, uh, I'm, I'm really, I've been passionate about cybersecurity for a long time. Um, but now with web three stuff, it really like kicked that into high gear yeah. and there really is no web three cybersecurity. It's all just technology, you know, security. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of like the direction I'm taking and hopefully what I can do is, is, integrate that into like the tech consulting, the tech services that my company Mm -hmm. provides. So that's been really interesting today. I uh, decrypted some, some code using some crazy ass like decryption tool. And Mm -hmm. I just geeked out on it. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. So I know it's not sexy, but that's it's, I I just like it. Pretty neat. Are you familiar with Plumferno? Plum's one of you my very good friends. Oh, cool. We had her on and <laughs> yep. she was incredible, like just brilliant. And she's so brilliant. Yeah. A she lot of the is, things you talked she's about my Discord me of her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to suggest she, that, that's a good yep. move. Good move. Cause I don't yeah. do discord. I literally like right. three years ago or two, whenever it was that we all started this. The only reason I had a discord was to um, tell my son from across the house to do the dishes. That's literally yeah. it. Oh, from I never even office, heard of discord. I never even I heard of discord yeah. before. All this. I really. thought it was, you know, it's just for gamers and like, he right. would just like watch people play games. And uh-huh. so that's what I thought it was. And then this all blew up right. and I never integrated like discord uh management or whatever into the tech consulting because yeah. i had yeah. no experience and then what i found was and i'm going to plug the shit out of this because what i found was people were jumping on that ship as well like oh i'm now a discord you know guru and i'm like that's real fucking scary because that is one of the most vulnerable so- pieces of software there is so if you don't have the right you know, team doing that. So I have vetted as a lot of people. I am so doxxed, like all of those mm-hmm. things, right? Like, like how VGF like signed off on me. I have vetted yep. people and Plum is the only one. And there's, there's two other uh, guy named Mofo <laughs> um, that are, are the only ones that I would trust. And some of these yeah. clients that I have are, like I said, multi-million dollar companies. Yeah. She set up the Megaplex discord I wouldn't trust anyone but her and Mofo. Like that's so funny that uh, yeah, it's a small world. It's a Every very time, small world. It's a, in this in this world. It's very small. Very. Like, we we always bring up. I asked. Uh, I had Logic on. You know, Logic Gillian. Oh, yeah. you remember him from Clubhouse, right? Oh yeah. So we had him on last week, and I asked him to name. I, I'm going to ask you at the end, and so I'll give you a little head start. But I always ask people yeah. to, to name some artists they like. Give them a shout out if there's anybody out there. And everybody he named was like someone we had on the show or somebody yep. I was friends with. And it was like, it's just funny how all those worlds collide like that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that the, the first, I'm just all about relationships and people, not necessarily their art, but um, Ali Sabet, it, it was a very yep. early on and he's a close friend. I actually have him tattooed 
Um, so last January I was at the LA art show and he was there and that's kind of, we, we met in person and he drew on my forearm and on my hand. And then I went and had uh, a tattoo. Yeah, I can see that. That's that, amazing. That that's weekend. Beautiful. I love yeah. that. I love it. And then with him was Gabe Weiss. And so, yep. um, Sabat and Gabe Weiss and, um, a gentleman named Paymon. Yeah. All of those. Paymon, that, I know him from club very yes, well. Yes, they were Paymon's all from Clubhouse. Awesome. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we have the same, yeah. the same exactly. context for sure. I know. I yeah. bet we follow each other. I'm going to look it up. I'm quick, sure quick. we do. I'm sure yeah. we do. I haven't I'm been sure on we Clubhouse in a while. I, it's a shame. I like <laughs> it better, actually. I like it better. Did you really? Do, are you still over there? Uh, I don't go. I don't go on it. But like, because none of the people I know are on there. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But I, I liked it better. I don't know. Like. I did too. I I will That's, I will agree with you on that. Um, I mean, I, I think the tech is definitely better than Twitter. Um, but I also have like such a difficult short attention span that I can't do. I haven't even put out any TikToks in a long time. Yeah, actually, gonna... it's, it's funny we didn't follow each other on there. All the times we really? must have crossed paths, but yeah, I just followed you. I don't even think I have it on my phone anymore. To be uh, honest. Oh man. <laughs> Well, thanks for the follow. I yeah. don't even have it on my phone. I, I say this a lot. Did you know Twitter offered to buy Clubhouse for $4 billion? I mean, I, I heard something about that, yeah. but why did they turn that down? They Because they thought they had it. They thought they were the, the king. And yeah. then Twitter just was like, all right, Classic we'll just go make technology. our own. Yeah. Twitter's cool. like, well, that was just kind of a courtesy. We were just right. trying to help you out. Right, exactly, right, exactly. Right. Like yeah. that wasn't really, yeah. We're yeah. no skin off our backs. Right, I fought <laughs> a couple extra months. I guess we'll build our own. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, we were trying to save ourselves six months for this. <laughs> right, right. We're just gonna reverse engineer this and yeah. see ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the the whole NFT ecosystem just left left there. I really believe so. And yeah, I think for me too, there was just a lot of arguing and there was a lot of just, you know, weird, dramatic stuff on Clubhouse. And then they kept it adding get into so that many different people features. People were getting blocked and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was, was uh, nice yeah. I, I graduated high school a real long time ago, so I didn't need to be, uh-huh. you know, in high school again with, with a bunch that, of adults yeah. that were like older than me as well. <laughs> but no, I, 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 Clubhouse definitely changed my life. There was a lot of things that, that came from that. And then moving to Twitter has been, um, you know, just a continuation of that. So I don't dog on Clubhouse in the sense of like, you know, it was great. It, it's a yeah. wonderful, no, you know, awesome, and the man. tech is so go- good. The, w- yeah. the amount of compression that has to happen for, you know, a audio app like that to even work, um, you know, is huge. Look at Twitter's what a bajillion dollar company and it still has problems with twitter with spaces rugging um, all the time all the time because it's a lot of tech it's very yeah. very complicated to make an audio like app like that where we're all we all don't sound and it's still bad today i was on a on one and the one guy's mic was so much louder than the other and it's like for them to be able to to you know manage that in the in the zeros and ones is very difficult well done them Good job, developers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild. I mean, the technology is incredible. Like, just think about how we talk to people from all over the world now. And yep. They sit there. 
the next step is we'll probably all like I guess we'll be with goggles on or whatever. Like, I'm ne- I'll never. I will and... go to my grave without no. goggles on. <laughs> Even this technology, you're the no, futurist. I... No, without the mm-hmm. goggles. But what if it's like a lens, a contact? I lens? believe that we live in a simulation. Like I, we so very well whole, may know. Yeah, there's a whole philosophy actually that we are that we are already in the headset. I, right, I I right. think Tom Billiou or however you say his name had a yeah. guy on that talked about that we are just already there. Well, it, it's at some point we're gonna like realize we're gonna like know that we're we're in it. We can't really take it off. It's just it, it, like it breaks my brain. We to could think just about, be somebody but... else's video game. That's what people say, <laughs> right? right? You know, like, Have you ever yeah. seen the the glitch in the Matrix uh, on I Netflix? You got so. no, you got to no. watch it. Like, really? go watch the glitch in the matrix. It will blow your mind. Oh, my like, God. blow your mind. Oh, geez. <laughs> You're like, oh, damn it. I, I needed the yeah. two hours tonight to not do that. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not doing it tonight. I got to be up at 6.45 tomorrow morning. Damn. Not doing it tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're recording on uh, February 13th in the evening. So hopefully it'll be a Valentine's Day episode. Nice. What are yeah. you doing for your wife for Valentine's Day? Buying her I an have... NFT? No, not an NFT. <laughs> flowers cards and Aww. i'm gonna make a nice dinner i love that i love that Nothing is it crazy. just super nice in florida right now it is it was a little chilly today it was probably in the low 70s maybe oh boy that's so yeah, chilly no it today was, was fucking snowing in idaho yeah, it was so, chilly. Yeah. I, I thought about putting long pants on today <laughs> I thought about it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to ha- I had a hoodie and a, a coat and a hat. Uh oh, yeah. And and yeah, tried not to slip around on the on the uh, snowy streets, but That's hilarious. Happy um, Valentine's Day to your wife. Yeah. I um you. I'm I'm thankfully single for the last couple of years, so Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Nice to just work on yourself, you know. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to get into before we? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, know I, we, we had well, we had a list hours. here of things to talk about, but we got into so much cool conversation. You were right. You're like, yeah, that stuff is dying whatever. Hard. I mean, you can give me a list, or we can just right, go. Well, you know, my what I superpower. the things that the things I put down. You said you didn't even watch the Super Bowl, so you did not see the Digi Daigaku. I mean, Super I heard Bowl about commercial. it. Right, you heard about what it. What a yeah. joke! Like I know it was a, it was joke. a joke. I I tried to. It popped up. I ran up to it. I'm like, ah, I'm like. All these people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. And it goes to, it goes to his Twitter. So yep. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. And then what yeah. happens the next day? We're all talking about it. And right. everyone's yeah. having conversations about it. And, again, and it is a half an ETH NFT or whatever, whoever right. did get it. However, right. whatever bots got it, you know? I mean, the the return on his investment, That's a, that would be an interesting, you know, conversation to have with him. Like, you paid seven million, and then right. you know you probably got this body. You know, like what an interesting conversation that is. However, I look at some of these things. I don't know if you remember, like a week ago or two weeks. I don't know when it was. A couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. where there was all this like personal drama being aired out on Twitter Spaces, yeah. Yeah. and I remember being like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> I have some clients that are like very, very professional, very, you know, uh, sort of corporate that I've told go into Twitter spaces and you'll definitely learn a lot, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And these, these two investor guys that are like really thinking they about went into okay, that room, they went into those rooms and they're texting oh me like, God. what the fuck is this? And so I got on Twitter spaces the next day, just riled up. Like you guys, these people think that this is a joke. 
And if you want to keep like pushing the narrative forward in this whole like web three, whatever, you, you got to stop acting like children. And they're like, well, they were young. I'm like, no, 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 no. There, there were tons of people in those spaces that were my age or older or whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, whatever age. It was so bad. So just like that stuff, like during the Super Bowl, and, you know, we're, we're trying to push this, the cool part of all of this forward yet. Everyone's like running up to the TV. And then all of a sudden it goes to the Twitter space. Like it just set us back for me. It it set it back like a good six months to a year because of that fuckery. Like it's just ridiculous. So what else is on your list? (laughs) Gabe's our our next guest. So I'll let him know. No, he's not actually Gabe wise. No, no, Gabe. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Gabe tell him I said, waiting. what's up? You're an idiot. No. <laughs> so uh, do you like, do you know that like NFT Now guys, Matt Medved, yeah. that crew, they're yeah. releasing an NFT Now pass. Love and it. I was, I was lucky enough to be in there. Yeah, whatever they do is going to be cool. Because like, you they, know they what's know all the important artists. about that is yeah. that those guys have grinded for two years now. Whenever they start, Matt is, totally. uh, you know, I've, I've hung out with him at a couple conferences and yep. he's just such a, a decent human, yeah. but they have built something way before putting out this pass or like whatever they're going to do is going to be incredible. And they've already established a reputation. They've already established yep. their like place in the world and, and being able to like provide all of this information to people. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to, we're going to try this new thing. Um, and it's a, a fantastic idea, but that's yeah. for me, it's like, an already established audience or establish your audience first. That is for me, the only way to get mm-hmm. into this, you know, for a long time, the the end of 2021, when you know, everybody was trying to get into this and they're like, Oh, you have solidity devs. Can you, you know, we just want to spin up a project. Um, you know, we'll, we'll pay you after mint or whatever. And I'd be like, are you guys, are you high? Like, <laughs> we're not going to work for free. I don't get it. But so many devs or they would go and like, you know, find, yeah, that was the for sure. Take t- take ten percent of the contract, right? And, right. Yeah. Right. It was it was just such a like you know circus. So I I think that goes to that same thing. Like you know, build the community first. If you don't have these are all small businesses that are, that people are spinning up. If you don't have startup costs, you know, or a startup budget for the technology and and to build some things, then you need to go back to the drawing board because you can't do any like. Otherwise, just get a Kickstarter going. Like, what's the point of any of this? If you don't have startup funds, you you can't use this as startup funds. And if you do want to do that, then just say that. Like, just mm-hmm. say, hey, we're going to put this NFT thing out. I know none of you know us. Th- that's the way I look at it in my mind, right? When people do this, they're like, hey, everybody, you don't know me, but I would like your money. And then I'm going to maybe build this cool thing. And for me as a, like a, a professional and an investor and a, a, you know entrepreneur, I would never, ever put my money into something that hasn't shown me at least a, a MVP or something. And that's what these NFT PFP projects are. They're like, yeah. we're just going to spin this up because we see all and these people making all this money. Yep. Yep. Like it makes no sense to me, but that's the way humans, you know, like yeah. how they operate. What's next was, on the list? What's next on the list? <laughs> well, actually, I have a funny Matt Medved story. We were talking oh, about yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I met I actually met him in May of 2021. 
When yeah. we originally opened the NFT Catcher website, I went to this thing in Miami. It was during Blockchain Week called NFT Basel. It was at like this like old house in South Beach. Yeah. And he was there and like running around interviewing people. And this was May of 2021. Uh-huh. And we spoke for a little while. And it was whatever. And then the next day he was interviewing Fuocious. And I was the first yep. time I heard of Fuocious. And I was like, oh, this guy. So I followed Matt from then. And then yeah. at v- VCon last year. Uh, Jenny was doing, uh, she was on the stage moderating and Sam Heisel, one of his partners was on the panel. Yep. So Matt, Matt happened to be standing right next to me. And at the end of it, I bumped him. I go, what the heck is NFT now? Never heard of it. And he looks over and laughed and I started to say, I'm Michael. Ke-. And he said, I remember Michael Keen from NFT catcher. Yeah. And I was like blown away. Yeah. He remembered me and he remembered where we met at NFT Basel in Miami. Yeah. Like he's I one was, of the I- most decent OGs. Like, yeah. I- so I got respect for that for so yep. long because, like, the fact that he remembered that was yep. I, I couldn't. I, I did that once. Uh, you know, obviously, people do know me. I don't have a, a cartoon PFP. It is my face. That's actually a brand. Brooke J. Lacey is actually an mm-hmm. LLC. So, like, there's reasons behind all of that. But so I know that people do recognize me. But he was one of those. Yeah, that I think it was in New York. I, I can't remember one of the places where I'm like, Hey, Hey, Matt, I'm, I'm Brooke. And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think we've all had that experience with Matt Medved. <laughs> like, he's awesome. just a cool yeah. dude. Like he's yeah. such a, such a cool guy. And I love what they're doing. I, yeah. the installation that they did um, in Miami was, was gateway. the gateway yep. thing was there, so, yep. so cool. Yep. Um, I did the t-shirt from G money. I'm uh, still kind uh-huh. of mad that they didn't have, you know, ladies shaped t-shirts. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I gave him so much shit for that too. Nice, I still, it's man. literally sitting on my coffee table, like the black box. Cause I'm right, like, what do I do right. with this? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this I is a really expensive something. t-shirt uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I'm never going to wear. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cool installation. I like, That's I like what they've got. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a bet the jockey thing with that now pass. And I got lucky I happened to hop in their room on Saturday when they were announcing it and they dropped a thousand whitelist spots on premium. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So f- a few of us snagged that I put in our discord and like, did you, yeah. so you have one for me then? Yeah. I have a, <laughs> I have a whitelist from uh, yeah. for me. <laughs> oh, for you. No, no, no. Well, you had to sign up then for the I first know, thousand I'm, I'm people. Oh, shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's see. How many <laughs> You're like, Oh buy. no. What? <laughs> oh no, no. I'm buying the max. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's one of the things like that always gave me anxiety from the like degen culture is I got to get a whitelist or I've got to you know do this or that and and so I just had to like resolve with myself that that's just not me like I'm going to make my money a different way you know yeah. like I have different ways of um of using crypto and I just can't be one of those people that's like up all night. No, I got grinding in discords. Yeah, exactly. GMGM, yeah, yeah I, I can't. I just, uh-huh. I can't. <laughs> same, same. I don't go. Like, I'll get the ones like I just got lucky. I just happened to be there. And sure. Like, Here's oh, the exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to take um, those those opportunities. So I totally right, get of course. What you're yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not like going into the new discords and trying to like. Yeah. And I've t- I've gotten caught. In that, yeah. like when the Utes thing came along, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. being like, All right, I'm gonna try this. I got on I like, need the to wait get list, the and then I just got yeah. wrecked. Like, oh, yeah, wrecked. Ugh. But you learn, live and learn. Yep. 
All right, what else do we got? Uh, Rug Radio <laughs> and Corey Van Lu. They they revealed today their PFP. Corey Van <laughs> Lu did. It. Yeah, I mean, Not I your favorite Farouk and I are friends. Like I I love yeah. those guys. His uh, second in command, Loxley, is one of my best friends okay um so i'm very supportive of that but again yeah. i'm not here for the art i i, I think that right. a lot of people need right. to admit that when well it is i know. think i and i think, I think it's, it's great a, I mean, but it's not right it doesn't seem like something that's gonna have it's not gonna be like a 5e pfp it's, right it's, it's if you really love cool. Corey van lu right exactly yeah, that's what it is for exactly it. and hopefully people take it that way i people have asked like so on my wall and then like all over my house, all of yeah. the art that I have is all steampunk. So I'm obsessed with steampunk. I, okay. you know, um, like these rocket ships and like robots that are, you know, old school. If somebody did a steampunk NFT project, I would be the first one to buy it. If, if somebody's like, oh, this artist, like Corey, um, you know, it's coming at this big announcement and they announced it at Metaverse Miami. And I was like, cool. Also, I don't know who that is. And yeah. like, but cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like it, yeah, but yeah. that's the way it's been for me for a lot of different projects is like, that's cool. Just not for me. And then yeah. it's like, well, you know, what was for me is if like I get a whitelist or I, you know, buy into it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to probably try to profit off of it so that I can go and do other things like build totally. tech, you know? So totally. I think people need to talk about that more where it's like, this was something that I could, you know, see a gain on. I'm not going to use the, those, you know, financial words, but mm. it is what it is. I think it's awesome. Rug radio is a great, they've really done it right. I, I know Farouk is kind of a polarizing figure, but I think he's also taken a lot of this shit in stride. So another guy that, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure about, he's also like 20 years younger than me. So, yep. uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I had to like give him some grace there for a while, but I think he's really, you know, come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he's definitely taken a lot of shit all along yeah. the way. Everyone's trying to get at him and he definitely, for sure. You know, he fights back sometimes, but he, he does his thing. I mean, we yeah, I don't know if I would nobody's been, perfect. Right yeah, exactly. I don't think I would have mm-hmm. been as gracious. Like I, I no, would have spun me up yeah. if, if he takes were... his, well, he takes as much shit as anybody, like so sure. cool cat and he gets yeah, you know what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a fickle, yeah. fickle uh world we live in. It's yeah, I've actually world. I've been a Corey Van Lu fan for a while. Oh, so then like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, mean, cool I, I have a couple of them because I've I mean I've had I have to had the free rug radio token, which turned into yep. the rug, yeah, which turned into this. So it's just that's been nice. I always worried about that branding. It's like, hey guys, do you think using rug in your title is the best, you know, use? Right. It, it just always like struck me, but it's worked for them. So it's worked for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a funny kind of you know, totally. And, no, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It was um, always just kind of like Hey, right. what do you think about this? You know, yeah. But, yeah. How long is that? Yeah, is that, are people going to take that the wrong way? Is somebody at CNN going to like report on that? <laughs> like, what is this rug? Uh, one other news story that I found interesting, and I'm not into the project or anything like that, but Solana Monkey business. Apparently, they never are heard the of second. it. Yeah, I heard of it in passing. I don't really know them. They're the second deal high. with monkeys and bears, and yeah. I don't and apes and cats like and, right. What? 
Yeah. Like it's, what I about mean, what about it. like alpacas? Can we can we do a a, a project? There was a, a friend Is of Andy and ours did llama. They did he did llamas. Oh, the llamas. Yeah. The, the, uh, I remember that. Yeah. What's uh? Lazy lot? No, no, that was the lazy lines. The okay, we, was let's the, what find call an it's animal. Drag. Why can't I think of it? Andy's probably gonna type it in here. There might not be an animal that hasn't been used at least once. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, even know what to search for. Cartoon animals. <laughs> Maybe let's make it up. Like, yeah, let's like, right here. We'll make one up. Spin it up on mid journey. A liger. Like, yeah, there's probably not. Like, ligers. we'll mix one together. Uh, yeah. no, I think all of these that I'm looking at right now, maybe like a crow. <laughs> okay. Like, like a, um, a lemur. Do they have lemurs yet? I think there is a lemur. There's probably a lemur. The first Solana project that we devved was, uh, was sloths that didn't okay. go very well. So I'm not yeah, going to actually yeah, give yeah. the full name of the project. But, ah. um, yeah. I always have to remind people that like, as a technologist, as like the dev or the, the service provider, yeah, you get hired to make their stuff. It's a service. Yeah. Yep. Right. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, everyone's like, Oh, the devs rugged. Well, but I think everybody can, can be, you know, uh, right. At fault. It, you just have to look into it, but I don't know why I'm looking at these cartoon animals. I'm sorry. Well, it's the reason I brought up Solana Monkey Biz is actually because they were purchased, and they were purchased oh. by a marketplace called Hade Swap, which never heard of, and it's honestly never not even that. that big a deal. Solana Monkey is the second largest floor of any 1K plus project on Solana, huh. so it's a pretty... Um, sizable project yeah and i bring it up i bring it up only because and we've talked about this before that i think that there will be a consolidation and there will be projects yeah that are resurrected and we've seen it a couple times pudgy penguins probably most notably um, a lot of yeah. people are calling Agreed. for gutter cats to be sold but that's kind of an interesting dynamic yeah that there that we will see down the road the larger projects. I bet you go buy up a few projects. Why wouldn't I? You? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. if you look at these for what they are, you know, little businesses that are, you know, right. that have branding, um, you know, like Dead Fellows does it, perfectly. and the community of people too, right? Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, audience. Right. I I don't see any difference between a brand with an audience uh, than it is with an NFT project and holders, uh, you know, it's well, just the, different the, words. Actually, there's one little difference is your audience's NFTs. They have an investment in price going up. Yeah. So they're actually exactly. going to root a little harder. Exactly. Yeah. There is definitely those added, I don't know, incentives or whatever words we want to use. It, it's, it's pretty potent how that works for yeah. people. Sure. You get your free advertising, you know, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. A lot of free advertising goes on in Twitter. Yeah. I've gotten caught in a couple of tweets like, you know, you all should get paid for all this free advertising you're doing. Somebody needs to send you an NFT. <laughs> but you do you, boo. Nice. All right. So I think that was all of the news. That was a really interesting conversation. I I'm love glad. all the stuff you do. Yeah, no, that was super fun. And uh, appreciate we do you. one more th one more thing. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, too. It's really nice to have you on. I was yeah. glad right when I asked you, like, yeah, sure, I'd love to come on. I didn't know what you were going to say, and um, because we well, we've never I don't say yes to everyone before, so. other than just that. Queen, oh, it's nice to hear. Yeah, 
cool. Did you know who I was when I reached out? Did you remember yeah. or you did? Okay, cool. Well, no, I mean, it, it, it takes a minute. I had to go yeah. and look because you guys all yeah, have sure. cartoons, of course, nah, pictures, of course, you know, of course. And I'm yeah, so yeah. bad with names. It's usually always yeah. like, then when I saw your face, I was like, of course I remember meeting you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Because yeah, anybody, if, if I don't see their face or, you know, see what like their social media, if you were to say Michael Keen, I'd be like, oh, no, yeah, of course. but I'm like that with my own right. friends. Like, which one are uh-huh. you talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. Um, this was this was an absolute pleasure. You're really Same. impressive. All the different things that you're working on. I love that movie that you worked on that movie theater idea because I think I really think we're going to see lots of that, and that's cool Agreed. that it was a success. I'm going to look into it a little more and, and yeah. check it out and stuff. Um, but what I do now is we go over the NFT collection rankings by sales volume over the last seven days. Okay. So just the top 10. Okay. I'm going to run it down. And okay. other deed, other deed has been popping off. They did 15 million, uh, <laughs> checks the Jack butcher, uh-huh. uh, project that's taken the world by storm yep. is number two, 13 million board, ape yacht club, 12 and a half pudgy penguins. Has a lot of volume. Their floor didn't move very much, but they had a ton of volume. Yeah, at eleven point seven mutants at eleven point three. So Yuga uh, is three out of the top five once again. Doodles, Clone X, Sewer Pass, Clone X is down. Clone X is well under five ETH now. Oh wow! Yeah, it's going pretty low. Sewer Pass, Azuki, and So Rare staying in number ten spot. So rares, just the the usual suspects. Yeah, it's the usual suspects. It's the usual suspects right here for sure. Um, I need to, we need to push that, you know. Kid, kid really called feel. Beast is eleven. Is it? Yeah, good for them. I'm proud yeah. of them. Yeah, and they uh, so they yeah. definitely overcame their little security issue at the beginning. So yeah, um, there's not a there's immutable. I mean, uh, God's Unchained is um, number twelve from Immutable X. That's the first non ETH. Normally oh. there's a Solana up there. There is not a Solana until Utes at 25 at 1.9 million. Really? Yeah, that's surprising because normally there's, there's at least some Solana right. up there. CryptoPunks is number 18. Not a ton of volume, only 17 wow. transactions. So Board Apes had 91 transactions. Punks had 17 in the last seven days. Do you do you guys believe that it's all on the up and up? <laughs> No, of course <laughs> not. I mean, like, who knows how much of that money is legit and passing it back and forth and playing right. games. Of course not. Of course not. No. Yeah. I'll just take the data, whatever, you know, what, what they totally, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the scammy yeah. speculation. <laughs> totally. Totally. That's going to be my the name of my podcast. Yeah. Scammy speculation. Scammy speculation. That's a good name. <laughs> like, scammy speculation. <laughs> Talk about cybersecurity and yeah. shitty people. Just, actually, just put out a project. Put out a 10K. <laughs> scammy speculation. Let's fucking go. It'll be on B- BTC Ordinals. I know. Right. <laughs> scammy speculation. That's an amazing name. Okay. I'm going to the, the, don't, don't put this yeah. out yet until I can buy the domain. Scammyspeculation.eth. I wrote I'm literally at GoDaddy right now. You are see if they have it. They're probably, I'm sure it's available. Scammy speculation. Yes. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Wow. Wait, did I spell better... it right? Wait, wait. S C A M M Y. 
I would think so. Yeah. S P you're like, I don't know. S C A M M Y S P E C U L A T I O N speculation. <laughs> oh boy. That's a, that's a new, no one's, you, you, nothing comes up when you search Google for it or anything. So that's a, that's a good one. I love one. it. I love yeah. it. Hi, this is Brooke okay, Lacey and welcome to Scammy Speculation. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? It gets Not the people Scammy going. Speculation. It's like, geez, <laughs> this is really seedy. It's not just speculation. It's not just scammy. It's scammy <laughs> speculation. Put those two things together yeah. and you've got yourself a, a nice conversation. It's uh-huh. just going to be me just yeah. talking to myself. <laughs> it's going to be like it. my YouTube channel. Like, what scams can we talk about today? Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, let's do this again sometime. I would be honored. It cool. would be We awesome. definitely will. We definitely will. And cool. let me know when you're, you have something else cool in the works and you're working on. I'd love to check it out. I love keeping For my sure. ear to the ground and love stuff like that. That's not a, your everyday project. That's yeah. a real world. I think that that really, I really was interested in that. I think that's really cool. Me too. And you know what? This was a good motivator. I will tell you that, um, you know, the, you run the gamut of emotions in this little like yeah. world that we live in. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, like I went back to school, but like, I have this cool skill that I can, you know, so I've, I've been kind of all over the place, but this has been motivating to be like, you know what? That was fucking cool last year with the movie theater. Really cool. Like I need to take, yeah. I need to keep going with that. And yeah. so, yeah, thank you for the, for the motivation and, and mm-hmm. kind of the, the affirmation that, that that was actually a really cool thing. It's not it's ahead as, of its. It's ahead of its time. It's ahead of its time. Yep. Yep. It hundred percent is, and you're on the cutting edge of that. It's ahead of its time. Cool. Yay. Well, everybody, so. thank you so much for listening. As uh, another awesome episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast. Feel free to put auto downloads on if you want to give us a review. It's all good. Jennifer is amazing at getting people to give us reviews. And I don't say too much like that. Yeah, She's the best. I can't wait till she comes back. We miss her, but we've been having fun just kind of cranking along. Well, Um, I'll love to come back, uh, you know, when she's back too. We'll have you back for sure. We'll have you back for sure. Awesome, Brooke. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace.